like i grew up fully in india right i was in india till i was i think 18 17 or 18 years old so pretty much all my school and everything i grew up in in hyderabad in india so south india and um i think that definitely still forms or is the most dominant part of my identity like if someone asks me where you from i'd still say i'm from india right um and i guess if you talk about like my childhood i'm not sure if there are one or like specific events i think it's more a lot of it probably is is the people and like kind of the ideas that i was exposed to growing up um so probably like a lot of my a lot of the things that i'm really interested in like history for example they came about or that particular one came about from um just you know exploring the city so i used to go exploring the city and different areas and go on like picnics and all with my parents and my grandfather as a kid so that definitely um made me want to explore more you know made me want to be outside more and whether it was somewhere in nature whether it was like a random historic fort whether it was playing cricket on like someone's tomb all of it was like it i think as a kid it makes you interested right to see to mm-hmm. see these kinds of things all around you so that's probably one of one of them um if you're thinking of like an event maybe that has led me that has sort of led me to my current job so i'm a journalist um and the first sort of instance where i was sort of interested in in how hum- humans interact with each other uh, in a bigger on a much bigger scale were like the the riots or the pogrom in gujarat in 2002 so that was when i was 10 years old and i think that was the first time i sort of realized or understood sort of the importance of journalism especially during event and an, an event like that so for context that, that was, was in, where in gujarat yeah, so, right ha huh, that was in gujarat so it was basically a state in west india where in 2002 um, basically there were these widespread riots in which thousands of people were killed um and you know uh, millions of rupees worth of businesses were destroyed in like a span of i think 3 or 4 days i don't want to get into who caused it or why and all of that but it's just um it's just interesting sorry that was where i sort of realized that you know this can happen pretty much to anyone even in our country and because i had uh, i had some family over there so we'd hear stories and all and they were pretty horrific and for a 10 year old i think that definitely marks an experience um so like that of course made me interested in in a completely different side of the world right a different completely different field i should say which is um uh journalism and telling stories and what stories do you tell if you tell them at all and how you tell them so maybe <clears throat> sorry maybe those are sort of the um the bits that i guess i want to highlight but probably for me like overall i've been very blessed to have a very strong support system around me and i think that has definitely shaped my character undoubtedly and my world view as well where i just tried to you know i try to look at the world with with kindness and positivity all the time and um i don't know i don't know how successful i am or not i guess that's for for someone like you to say but um that's what that's the kind of person i try to be does that make sense yeah i mean i feel like success is is defined by the person themselves 
there are external markers of success that the society kind of uh, appreciates i would say or pushes down on us but equally for someone success could be having being a multimillionaire or billionaire but someone success is having a happy and calm peaceful life with the, your family in, on a farm you know so yeah, it, it's it's very true. varied so you're right i think different people measure differently yeah but i meant yeah, i so meant I, I really... my interactions with people that's what i meant okay yeah i yeah, would yeah. say you're successful annoyingly thank you <laughs> I I would really want to touch on this uh, you mentioned that how you were raised and the support that you had around you with your family uh, mm-hmm. friends and everyone kind of shaped your world view so what is your world view I mean I think my world view by and large is one of um not to get into like the politics and all of it but I think by and large it's hopefully one that i think most of us share uh is basically that more kindness just makes a better world more laughter makes a better world and more cooperation um and generosity make a better world right and i saw that in the way all my like my parents my my grandfather my friends and all just the way uh they treated different people and that led to very um you know it led to a pretty content life for them and obviously by mm-hmm. extension for me as a kid okay and to always be curious mm-hmm. i think that's that's a big one as well like always be curious about different things and to just try out different things whether you're good at them or not whether you um whether whether you're confident or not i guess in in taking that step just you know just do it do it for a little while if it's if it's cool it's cool if it's not it's not that's up to you but um to just try and learn as much as you can about everything is probably mm-hmm. uh it's probably something that has uh that I'm very grateful that has stayed with me till today I think mhm so like you don't feel threatened by things that you don't know no i definitely feel threatened by things that i don't know but okay uh i think it's more about you know tr- trying trying to just learn about them Mm-hmm. you know instead of just being threatened and be like oh that's scary i don't necessarily want to touch that or i don't want to i'm i'm very bad at playing music for example so uh i don't want to ever touch a musical instrument or i can't draw so why would i even pick up a paintbrush but like if you want it if you if you genuinely want to try then why not mhm so how do you approach then this this fear of the unknown um I'm not really sure. I think these days like I'm just thinking about things that I want to learn now, right? Like for example, when I started learning Arabic, um that mm-hmm. was I knew very little, if not if if not zero. Um but as you said, like I was lucky that when I went to Lebanon and Egypt that I was exposed to it a lot. And so the, it's kind of, so some of that stayed with me in my head and so that made it easier for me to take the step and say okay I really want to learn this and that's when you know I tried different things to start with I I subscribed to like a comedian a Lebanese comedian on Patreon and how just listened to like his mm-hmm. stuff he was actually pretty funny uh and and a pretty good teacher as well but then you know ran into prop problems like oh you have that's something you have to do yourself right if you don't log yeah. on to a computer 
and go on Patreon and see his videos, and then yeah. you're not learning anything. Um, so, so then in this particular case, I decided I'm going to try and take a class. So I, uh, I started with a friend of a friend that kind of fell through, and then eventually I found like an actual class. I started learning uh, through, and that's been helping me so far. Uh, so it's more like for me. it's not that difficult to start something uh okay, well that's not always true but by and large it's not that difficult to start something it's much more difficult mm-hmm. for me to stick with it mhm like i need variety so, basically look, okay but looking back for with the things that you have accomplished or like set, something that you set your mind to that you wanted to accomplish how did you stick mm-hmm. with it then or what were the reasons that you know that because i completely agree with you that no one is going to take action for you right like yeah. you need to be very biased towards action mm-hmm. and be consistent with it to actually learn something and as is an example languages are the same unless yeah. you don't practice it's not going to work yeah absolutely so for with the things that you do love doing or you really wanted to learn and you did learn mm-hmm. how did you do that because i'm but, it, it kind of delves more into your motivations right yeah i mean probably the first the first thing that comes to my mind when you say that is when i started playing the guitar um and i was someone who growing up have had <laughs> have had shall we say experiences with with uh, not being able to like play anything even when i tried like for example when i joined a class in india a guitar class Uh, i think mm-hmm. 30 no, i don't know what i don't know how long in but i think it was like after one term one school term we broke for like summer holidays and uh so you know we had just left our guitars in school and turns out that the teacher stole everyone's guitars and left this was our teacher what how do you steal 30 <laughs> guitars like what do you do do you bring a van do you bring a truck do you bring some friends i don't know how that works So obviously and my dad was like I bought you a guitar I'm not buying another guitar what the hell and weirdly <laughs> enough nothing came from that like nobody knew where the teacher went <laughs> nobody knew where the guitars went it was really strange um and so obviously something like that would <laughs> would put you off looking back is just really funny to think about um mm-hmm. but but then like and and then I tried to pick it up again uh and then it didn't work again because like the teacher in another school was like i mean you're not at the same level as the others and we're trying to like do something so sorry um so in this particular case i picked it up basically one is probably you need access to to whatever you want to learn so i needed access to a guitar mm-hmm. so sometimes it's easier to start when you can just see it in front of you every day um so i managed to borrow one later on actually when i moved to canada and i just used to have it in my room it would just sit there yeah. for a while and then i said you know i'm i've been staring at this for days let's just do it and what helped was that i was i just finished university and i was unemployed for a nice long period of time so i said i have mm-hmm. nothing to do with my life let's just let's just try this so that's kind of how i started and i remember initially i used to do like you know and a couple of hours a day for like a good solid period of time and probably what helped me the most was like i've always loved music i love concerts i love all of that mm-hmm. you know that right so what helped is like i just started learning songs that i loved and mm-hmm. initially they sounded terrible but the moment you can make one song sound even half decent 
you know mm-hmm. that really pushes you forward always and so it's like i guess it's different for different things but that was how i picked up the guitar first and um, you know i've just stuck with it on and off for the last whatever it is 7 8 years okay yeah i mean now you're pretty good at it as yeah, far okay, as i can remember you. that's thank your you. humbleness but we'll just go with it <laughs> we'll just go with it i don't know so uh, thanks for sharing that i think that's very important as well like just i think it also takes kind of uh knowing yourself to understand you know when you can take the momentum of motivation forward because sometimes i i i think with things when you're going through like learning new skills or going through a tough time in general i don't have a data set to prove this but i feel like people right before it's going to click people tend to quit because yeah. it it's like the lowest point and i i wonder if that's because like i feel like we have this this idea and i'm not completely against it right but we have this idea of setting giant goals i need to be yeah the be- i need to play the guitar as well as i don't know john frusciante or bob dylan or yeah. whoever i need to be that good um and it's the same in anything you can say that about anything like the same with learning a language the same with learning yeah. to code the same with learning to draw whatever you have this giant scale and so obviously you're not going to reach that in in years right mm-hmm. more than a decade most likely so for me what always helps is you have a have a much smaller goal like i just want to be able to play two chords properly to mm-hmm. the guitar or oh, that's not a very motivating factor if i say it like that to be honest but i just want to play this one song on the guitar this is my favorite song if i can play it great uh so i think that is that is sort of the goal and if you stop after that that's fine at least you can play that one song but you know what i think tends to happen at least that's what happened with me is that after i learned one song i said oh great i can play that this song sounds very similar it is the same thing it's in a different order mm-hmm. and then you just keep you just keep experimenting that way right so i mean i understand that a lot of people like a lot of people find it daunting when they set really big goals and really ambitious goals and not saying don't be ambitious right but for me what generally helps uh much more than having a big end goal is having a short term goals several short term goals i completely agree with you on that because i learned this in the past couple of years through a few of my mentors where i would be like setting massive joint goals in terms of learning a skill or learning how to do a certain process but mm-hmm. then in the end ending up not delivering on it or in or in the middle losing motivation because i i believe that i need to be completely perfect before i try it yeah. and then what i was told is that it's better to provide a most viable product as they say in business terms like create an mvp as fast as possible and share it and then just iterate it with mm. the help of people so it's the yeah. same kind of like if your goal is to learn one song unless you were not going to do two or three or four practices and then not only listen to it yourself but be able to play in front of others you wouldn't know how well you've progressed because i i think like yeah. sometimes when we are we are doing something on our own we can have a tendency of being self critical so we don't really know how much we're progressing as yeah, compared no, to what someone someone a third person sees us doing 
completely you're right you're right and i think that that iterative process that you spoke about i think that's so important and uh, that's what i learned in architecture school and so if any of you who are listening to this are architects designers artists whatever you'll know the importance of like when you have that first idea down you think it's the greatest idea in the world but then over a period of time before you actually put up a building right you have to uh you have to go through that process several times over mm-hmm. just to improve on what you had at the beginning and at the end it might look nothing like what you had at the beginning which is but it's definitely better right and so just being so so for so for most people i think including me sometimes is having that first idea down is mm-hmm. a big breakthrough once you have that you have everything because you can come back to that even later you can come back to that years later if you know one song you can come back to it 5 years later when you have motivation again or when you feel yeah. like playing again yeah i completely agree on that i want to like pedal back a bit on on and talk more about this fear of the unknown <laughs> and for people listening he is physically pedaling back on the camera but just talking about the fear of the unknown so you move from india to canada first for university yeah how was that experience like how was that going to a, i assume that it was a very different culture yeah completely i mean for context so uh i when i moved to canada it was almost kind of like inevitable that i was going to move there i think for me growing up because i was born in canada it just makes life a lot easier if you're studying um like if if you're studying in canada it's much financially much more viable i have family there so much easier that way right to assimilate and i think in india um, at least for me right i think there was always this goal of getting international exposure and so when i was looking around for places to go i was like this just makes the most sense it was almost like it had been decided without really being said so at least i didn't mm-hmm. have to decide that way but when i actually moved to canada it was it was a lot tougher i think than i expected um i got very quickly one of those fake canadian accents that i'm sure you've heard a lot of uh the moment yes. i landed uh <laughs> <laughs> and i think i think i think we all do that we all end up there and i don't know if it's to me it was unconscious i think it just became sort of assimilation so over there i stayed with my with my family and my cousins over there they all obviously spoke like canadians because they were they were canadian like born and bred pretty much yeah um and i think so there were a lot of factors that i think colored that experience and that i had to adjust to i think one of course was like looking back i think definitely staying with family that's not your family is tough for sure because you know you you love them and they love you and all of that but um obviously every family has its own dynamics yeah differently conservative or progressive or whatever you want to call it in terms of different things so that was definitely a challenge living with more people than i'd ever had in the house like at home in india there were just the three of us my parents and i and my grandfather when he was around um but over here all of us had there were six people in the house um it was so quiet man living living in suburbs in toronto i like i couldn't sleep for the first month because there were like there was no traffic there were no dogs on yeah. the road there was nothing it's like you open the window and you just you can hear the silence as the first place yeah. where i could hear the silence 
and so when people say oh you lived in toronto big city i'm like it's the size of like population wise it's the size of my neighborhood in india probably like 2 million people is like that's a village yeah it's not uh that's for for like for us i think if you come from south asia or probably from like china or place that's super populated uh or at least noisy so i think that was a big one i i mean the university experience i think i learned a decent amount over there but the experience itself wasn't great so there were just these all of these things that i had to adjust to all of a sudden i had a very long commute to go to uh yeah to 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 go to just to go to university right it was an hour and a half roughly for each way so there were all of these things that i think i had to adjust when i did because i mean you have to right um i did enjoy the winters though i think the snow is awesome um even though it is absolutely freezing uh, i still remember i think i think one of the years i was there it was the coldest winter in like 40 years and then i left and i came back and it was again the coldest winter in like 40 years and i'm like why am i why is this happening <laughs> every time i come back to canada um <laughs> But yeah, so there there were definitely some challenges there. So to summarize, family, I think, just getting used to a new group of people, mm-hmm. not good or bad, right? It's just adaptation, getting used to university and a commute and just um, a completely different culture, one that didn't have the noise, the history, the 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 culture that that you're used to, the richness that you're used to. Yeah. I'm not sure about you but I've I think I I kind of struggled a lot when I because I think we I also moved when I was 18 to Canada like moved moved permanently mm-hmm. but I struggled a lot initially I think the first year to two two to three years I struggled a lot with just forming my identity I guess of yeah. uh, like as aligning myself as being Canadian now mm-hmm. I do but i as equally i also i feel like just because i'm born in pakistan so i have something from there as well then i lived in canada and then moving around the world yeah you you kind of feel like you're from everywhere and nowhere in an, in a sense mm-hmm. so it's very difficult when you talk to someone who's lived their whole life in one country like people always travel yeah but then i think traveling and living in a place is completely different so you sometimes feel a little bit do you sometimes feel a little bit sad uh not sad but feel like you've missed out on something by not having lived yeah. in one country all the time i think uh, you do i think i do feel that at times like apart from the fact that you if you're living away from loved ones you miss out on a lot of important mm-hmm. things in general but you kind of also miss out on i think a steady growth pattern of your own life however you see that uh having a strong base kind of because for me i realize as one of my values it's important to have like a stable base from where mm-hmm. i can say i'm moving to or going back from yeah so that is definitely something missed out and whenever you move to a new place as exciting as it is it's also very challenging because you are trying to understand the culture you're trying to understand the yeah. people how there's no roots there's nothing work. there yeah So, yeah so it it i mean it it it's a steep learning curve mm-hmm. but hindsight is 2020 i think it's still worth it no for sure and i mean if any of you are 
thinking of ever moving and haven't moved yet or are used to moving around i'm sure you'll agree that you know if once you do it once you get the confidence to do it again if you want to and i think yeah. like at least it, it helps you make up your mind either you definitely want to do it again or you definitely don't want to do it again um and neither way i think is right or wrong but it definitely gives you some sort of confidence and some sort of awareness to always go.